Can you imagine the level of a mind that watches wrestling? The audience wants to see action, adventure, wrestling, and plenty of it. Big men in tights, you know the drill. Rammer Slammer. In the absence of John Studd and King Kong Bundy, how do you get yourself in this kind of a mess? A handicap match with Hillbilly Jim and Andre the Giant. Two men facing three. Big John Studd, King Kong Bundy, and yourself. You aren't. Well, nervous, aren't you? No, I'm not nervous. I just want to collect my thoughts and make sure everything I say is understood properly. Because it's obvious the World Wrestling Federation here doesn't listen to me, and they don't care about me. Yes, I am a gifted athlete and a wrestler, but I don't particularly care to wrestle. And they know that. The whole thing is between Andre and the Hellbilly and Stutt and Bundy. And just because some goon at seven foot four and 500 pounds and some dumb hick from Mud Lick put their two heads together with an IQ of 10, they want a, me in the ring. They want to get their hands on Stud. They want to pick up that money for a slam. They want to get rid of Bundy because they're jealous of his size and massiveness. And they want to get rid of me because they're jealous of me. My whole life, everybody's been jealous of me. Everybody's been worried about me my whole life. You're They've done this to me. They've done this to me. Don't you call me Weasel either, pal. No, I didn't Don't you, say, you I said, said paranoid. No, you called me Weasel and I heard you. I, I said you're you, trying to weasel no, out of this no, match. No, no, I didn't try to weasel out. I just don't want to have anything to do with this match. I want to sit down in that chair. I want to guide my men. I don't want to get in there. I don't want some guy seven foot four putting his dirty, filthy hands on me. I don't want some hillbilly putting his dirty, farm hands on me. But I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Now, you think it's a handicap because there's two of you... This has been watch. Flanagan with Rammer Slammer, and by now everybody knows that the wrestling world lost Bobby the Brain Heenan, who many consider to be quite easily the greatest manager and perhaps even the greatest wrestling commentator of all time. It's a very sad loss among wrestling fans, obviously among wrestling performers who had uh, so much love and respect for what Bobby Heenan contributed to the industry, what he contributed to entertainment as a whole. He was a tremendously talented and clever and just absolutely gifted performer in the industry and luckily there's so much of his career that we can go back and watch thanks to the wwe network and youtube and i encourage everybody to just go back and and soak it all in but we had a chance to talk with conrad thompson co-host of something to wrestle with bruce pritchard and what happened when with tony shivani we spoke briefly with him about the passing of bobby heenan he had a lot of really great things to say about him and his career and everything that he contributed to, to pro wrestling and, again, really to entertainment in general. So here's our talk with Conrad Thompson on the late, great Bobby Heenan. So far, no man has been able to withstand the incredible strength of Crush as he continues Mooney, to... Mooney, Mooney, Mooney! Why do you Heenan. waste your time doing the events? And you don't do a good job. <laughs> what? Anybody could do that job. He's great. Like to, uh, He's not great. He just rambles and talks. Jameson could do the job. I don't Jameson's think so. Jameson the caterer? Yes, that, 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 that uh, flea bag. Uh, Sean could do does it. a good job. He doesn't Thank do you, a good job. He's Jameson's that. brother, you know. No, he's, he's no relation not. to Jameson. He is. He's related to his Aunt Fred on his mother's side named Helen, who is in Newark. They're related to a collie that lives out back with Zillow gentleman to an Airedale named Earl. Uh, Same thing. It doesn't really matter. Uh, Conrad, why is Bobby Heenan such an important and enduring figure in pro wrestling history? His unbelievable wit. He had wit and timing like nobody else has in professional wrestling, and very few have in any form of entertainment. Just another level as a manager, as a commentator, 
as an in-ring performer, he knew the right thing to say, when to say it, and why to say it. You know, he was never at a loss for words. And, and so beyond the wit or, or including it, what, what always stood out to you personally about Heenan's work? He was constantly trying to get everyone else over. You know, he was very uh, selfless in that regard. He understood that if he made himself look great and uh, everyone else looked terrible, uh, who would come back and see it a second time? He wanted to make sure that you wanted to see him and, most importantly, his opponent next time. I mean, he got the business on a level that very few ever did. And, and tell me if you agree with this. I, I think it seems unfair to kind of box him into just pro wrestling in terms of his contributions to entertainment as a whole. It seemed like his talent was the kind that could kind of transcend the industry in which he worked. Would you agree with that? I think he was born too soon. If he was born a little later, he would be a prime candidate to have a late-night television show on network TV. You know, he is every bit as talented as some of the guys who entertain us on network television at 11 o'clock each night. And it's a shame that maybe because uh, of his educational background, his background in pro wrestling, or just the timing within the entertainment industry at the time, he was never really afforded that opportunity. Well, and as widely celebrated as he obviously is by wrestling fans, is there anything about Bobby Heenan's career that you think goes underappreciated? Yeah, I think his wrestling career is something that a lot of people overlook. But what was great about Bobby Heenan, and, and I, I didn't learn this phrase until about five years ago, but he would wrestle like a manager and manage like a wrestler. And that happened once he was a manager. But once upon a time, you know, Bobby was all over the ring. You know, Bobby was the original Dolph Ziggler in his ability to sell and take crazy bumps and just really committing to making the other guy look phenomenal. And then as he transitioned into the, the manager mode, he sort of, you know, turned the hat around a little bit and then became a manager extraordinaire. And in that role, you're not supposed to wrestle like a wrestler. He wrestled like a manager. And I thought he did a phenomenal job of that. You go back and you see some of the highlight clips that people remember, you know, so fondly of Bobby now, and it's of, you know, the, the baby faces of the 80s and the World Wrestling Federation taking advantage of him, the ultimate warrior with the weasel suit and such. But you go back to old black and white films and you see Bobby as a wrestler, totally different. He had another gear. Is there a, a favorite promo or a moment that sticks out in particular for you? You know, I've loved so much of Bobby Heenan. You know, I, I loved him as a commentator in WCW. He had a line whenever they had um, uh, Lucha Minis in the ring. He said it looked like a, a riot at a daycare, and I thought that was the funniest line I'd ever heard. Uh, but there's so many classic memories of him working with Gorilla Monsoon that they just sort of they just sort of kind of melt together. You know, even a, a great promo like Dusty Rhodes, we all can finger point the very best one, you know, hard times. And, you know, he, uh, other iconic guys like Stone Cold Steve Austin, we can pinpoint Austin 316. It's almost a testament to how good Bobby was that it's really difficult to pick a favorite one because they were all so good. But the one that really caught my attention the most that has been circulating a lot today is when he announced that Ric Flair would be coming to the World Wrestling Federation because that partnership that we saw in the WWF, I felt like 
couldn't have been done better. You know, obviously Ric Flair didn't need a mouthpiece, but if he was going to have one at a time when all the heels had managers, Bobby Heenan was the only choice. And Bobby's contribution to Royal Rumble 92 is the reason that so many people, in my opinion, still regard that as being the best Royal Rumble. Not just because Rick won, but because of the soundtrack that Bobby provided. And it told the story unlike any other Royal Rumble. And, and finally, Conrad, what do you think Bobby Heenan's legacy will be? And what do you think it is? How will you remember him, and how do you think everyone will? I think most people will remember Bobby Heenan for one of two things, either being you know, the manager of the Heenan family, of course, with the iconic Andre the Giant, you know, WrestleMania three matchup, and probably, most likely, his teaming with Gorilla Monsoon. I still feel like Gorilla and Bobby are... You know, our, our professional wrestling version of Abbott and Costello, you know, that's about as, as fondly as two men can be looked at is Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon. And I'm glad that they're the tag team champions of heaven today. Conrad, thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Thanks, man. You've heard of the long arm of the law. The big boss man has the long hand of the law. Why that's what that? IRS told me. He can take more bribes from people that have parking trouble and uh, ticketing here. You and should I, never I, talk I, about I, anybody I, I, having their hand out. You of all people. Now Let come me tell on. what IRS told me. His IRS, he's a, you know, he knows what he's talking about, doesn't he? Huh? He's never lied to me. He helped me with my taxes. I bet he has. 280 bucks last year I had to pay. <laughs> with what you made last year? A little steep. I know what you're saying, but I get the right opportunity. You paid $280? Don't That's a travesty. No, no. Someone no, should really no, look no, into no, that. No, no, no. Alfred Hayes? No. I think no, that's, that's terrible. Okay. But no. then again, he's always like that. He's always telling fibs, lying. Wait when do you minute. ever tell the truth? You're a good-looking guy. What? Lied again, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's take you to watch it. You, got you sure did. Head on in the boss, man. And the warlord. Take a look at that. Rammer Slammer is produced and edited by Ben Flanagan for the Alabama Media Group and AL.com. Find us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Rammer Slammer. Thanks for listening.